0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message. We call it Old Trailblazer. Yes, it's old-fashioned because I'm old-fashioned. I'm an old, old man. Most of you know I'm 93 years old. And they wonder why in the world I'm still here. Well, we have a, a, a saying here to radio mission we uh we may rust out we may burn out but we don't rust out <laughs> that's right my folks we don't rust out but anyhow i'm pastor Pendarvis here we're bringing you this study on the work of the holy spirit and uh in our last study we're looking at the sealing work of the holy spirit but before we get started at this time i had mentioned earlier on another broadcast Back early on in Pastor Shelton's ministry, even back in 1950, that's a long time ago, he would invite folks to write in and send him questions that they had, and then he would answer them on the radio. And I have, i come across some of those in his in one of his booklets, just a sheet with both sides printed. And I want to just give you a, a, a little sample, and then I'll offer you... I'll send these to you free and postpaid if you if you uh, would like. Let me give you a question. It comes from uh, Foley, Alabama. If you are saved and you keep, will you keep living in sin? Going to dances, shows, drink, use the Father's name in vain, never worship God together? Is a person who does these things saved? That's a good question, isn't it? Can you imagine what Pastor Shelton told him? <coughs> Wait just a minute. Excuse me. <coughs> his answer is First John three eight nine says, "He that is born of God does not practice sin." That is, make the practice of his life. When a person is born again, the power of sin is, or the principle of sin. <coughs> has been broken in that life and the indwelling holy spirit gives them victory over sin a person who claims to be saved and continues to sin uh is not saved now that was from foley alabama and i'll tell you that this little incident we had an old man work for us in a plumbing company years ago when i was working over there I had a bnd electric and company and plumbing, and had a great friend of mine. He put in sewer work for him, and he was quite elderly. And I knew he drank a little, sipped a little beer once in a while. I said something to him about. It. He said, "Brother, brother, pin dollars, you don't have to waller in it. Well, God's child don't waller in sin. I'll tell you that to start with. But if you'd like to have a copy of this, 15, 20 of these questions, maybe more, <coughs> and, I, and answers, I'll be glad to mail it to you. Two pages." Oh, well, it's one page back in front. Well, let's get back to our study. We're looking at the sealing work of the Holy Spirit. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to call out God's elect. That'll ruffle somebody's feathers, won't it? Justify them in Christ Jesus and then glorify them by raising them from the dead in the likeness of the Son of God. Oh, my friend, let me repeat that first sentence. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to call out God's elect to, to guarantee a complete delivery of a born-again believer safely home at last. He seals that believer after he re- regenerates them according to Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. Let me read that for you. In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the truth, heard the word of truth, The gospel of your salvation, listen, in whom also after that ye believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is, is, listen, which is the earnest of our inheritance or the down payment until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of God, his glory. In this scripture, we are told that after God saves us, you and me, are you saved? I asked you that. Are you saved or are you just on a profession? That's a a kind of a snotty word, ain't it? A profession. Well, I trusted Jesus. I gave my heart to Jesus. No, Jesus don't want your heart. He gives you a new heart. He gives you a new heart. We had an old man church member there years ago, a friend of mine from down on the bayou, and he was a single man, never had been married or widower, and uh, we loved him to death. He talked a lot of French and a little English, but he had some medical problem, and he went to the hospital, and they diagnosed him, and they said they're going to do a heart catheterization and maybe... uh, heart heart, you know whatever they do to you and he said no no you ain't giving me I got a new heart the Lord Jesus Christ give me a new heart he said Pastor Pendarvis they don't get me no more heart I got a new heart and I understood exactly what he meant my friend listen listen we're told in that verse that we read after God saves us the Holy Spirit seals us now Now, this refers to the redemption of the body at the first resurrection because God's word says in 1 Thessalonians 4, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus shall God bring forth with his, listen now, listen to this verse, For the Lord himself shall descend with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Then in Philippians 3, was three dead verse, those verses. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall charge our vile bodies, listen now, who shall change our vile bodies, that is, may be fashioned unto the, his glorious body according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things, all things unto himself. Let's talk about that. Resurrection of the, of the dead, just for a minute. I've been in the big old cemeteries there in New Orleans, There'd be five backhoes over there digging graves on a Saturday morning. And we over here under a little old tent. And I told the folks there one morning, I said, if the Lord would happen to come on Saturday morning, a bright, shiny morning, I believe it will be. When, when when those gra- when they, when those graves will begin to open up, those old tombs will fall apart, and those those bodies will go come out of there and go to meet the Lord in the air, according to this verse, and I believe it. And then we, those y'all who are standing around this tent, uh, bearing this dead person. And you and I, if you know the Lord, if you're saved, we'll go to meet them after all of them get up. Would be with the Lord. We don't want to go before them. Listen, isn't that a gracious? Isn't that a great truth? When we think of the sealing work of the Holy Spirit, that is His responsibility to deliver the purchased possession, conform to the image of His Son, and and that purchased possession is every born again believer. Oh listen every born again believer is his purchased possession this erroneous doctrine that you can be that you can be saved today and lost tomorrow is nowhere taught in God's word if a man can lose what you have brother you not you don't have the lord you don't have christ once you come to rest upon christ and know him your salvation is eternal, my friend. I, I, feel, I, I feel sorry for folks who... I had a man tell me that we're not saved till we get inside the pearly gates. And he said an individual is S-A-V-E-D, is not S-A-V-E-D, he's only S-A-F-E, till, he, till the Lord calls him. Now, isn't that foolish, my friend? In 2 Corinthians 1, we find these words who hath also sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. The Holy Spirit himself is the seal or the sealer. The, listen, the imprint of that seal is the image of the Son of God. Listen to Romans eight twenty nine. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of this son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Then in 2 Corinthians 4, we read, <coughs> we'll have time to read it. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. N-O-T. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For God, who command, commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give us light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. What a truth, my friend. What a truth. Like, I, do you Do you take the Bible and just go there and you see those great truths, and you you linger there for a little while. You just go linger there. I tell you what I like to do. I, I love the eighth chapter of Romans. Most of us do, but I like to go there and just just look at what the Lord has done. Oh, and then He said, nobody can separate us from the love of God. The first, listen. This first magnified ownership. First Corinthians six. Now let's read that quickly. What? Know ye not that you are, that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought, B-O-G-H-T, B-O-U-G-H-T, with a price. You know what that price was, my friend? The blood. All the blood. Are you washed in the blood? Have you been washed, washed in the blood, the blood that washes us whiter than snow, my friend? Therefore, glorify God in your body, and in your spirit, which are God's. Oh, my friend, we're going to come to stop there for, for a little while and pick it up and <clears throat> pick it up tomorrow. But we look, we come into the close of the sealing work. Oh, no, we're just getting started. The closing the work, the sealing work of the Holy Spirit. Now, my friend, I know there's so much goes on about all of these, this modern charismatic movement. And I told you I'd send you the paperwork on where the, that movement was originated in on a Zuzu Street in Los Angeles, California in 1900. Dr. Ironside, one of our great old doctor, doctrines of the gospel. I'll send it to you free and postpaid if you write me or call me let me hear from you. Just write me a note, or you can email me, pastor at Radio Mission. Everything's getting so modern now. We have have this podcast, now. I'm sorry, this thumb drive thing now. I'll get with you on a later broadcast. But we're looking at uh, coming on down the line with the sealing work of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my friend, I asked you to help us with the broadcast just a little. You you appreciate the truth, my friend. The Scripture said, "Ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Have you ever heard the truth? There's so much error out there. That's one of the things that we do here. We dispel error. We refute error, and there's so much error out there. But remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number here, Area code 225-664-8658. This is Pastor Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, born and raised right here in Walker on the Strawberry Patch. And uh, I was so green, a geese called and followed me around. But remember, pray for us, help us with the broadcast if you possibly can. Goodbye. The Old Trailblazer broadcast is evaluating response from our area. If you want Pastor Pendarvis to remain on the air, email or call the ministry today. Email pastor at radiomissions.org. That's pastor at radiomissions.org. Or call 225-664-8658. 225-664-8658. Let the old Trailblazer broadcast know you want the program to continue airing on this station.